Good morning. Welcome to Energy Works. So we're wanting talking about being loved to our heart's desires. So what does that mean for you? How would you like to be loved? How is it important for you to be loved? And who do you want to be loved by? What's your love language? So these are some of the things that we might want to ask ourselves, ask ourselves what what the deal is. So what is it that your heart desires? What is it that's so important to you and you're not really getting what you want out of from your heart and also from perhaps the people that love you? Uh, How would you like it to be different? We mentioned earlier, what is your love language? So if as a little refresher, the love languages are gifts, uh, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, and touch. So how is it that you would like to be shown love? So for me personally, I like to be told that I'm doing a good job or, you know, to get a card or something like that to me is very encouraging. So how for you is it good to be showing love? All right, so let's go into our third chakra because this is about our power or our belief that we can put things into action. So self-consciousness comes up. And I guess there's a certain self-consciousness about asking for what we want or believing that we can have what we want. So that can be tricky in itself. All right, so let's go also into the sixth chakra. And in the sixth chakra, we've got overwhelm. And sometimes things can all seem like they're way too much. So it's hard for us to be able to know, you know, exactly what to to do. So if you've thought about how you like to be shown love, how does that look? So sometimes it might be someone cooks a meal for you or it might be that someone buys a gift or someone writes you a nice card or someone just chooses to come and hang out with you or, you know, you go and have a little picnic together. Some of those things can be how you feel you're showed love. So how do you like to be shown love? Let me know. And if you're having a difficulty with this at the moment, where in your body is it talking to you? All right, blocked mental creativity. Yeah, some people feel like they get a bit blocked at times. What is it that you'd really like to do and what would help you unblock yourself? All right, so reactions to feelings are coming up. Being anxious over the details. So if you were to think now, all right, where in my body am I feeling that lack of love? Where would your body tell you? All right, so let's look up turmeric oil. All right, so turmeric imbues the heart with courage, imbues the soul with courage, and lends the strength to turn what seem like unconquerable obstacles into navigable paths. Okay, how do you know what's connected to the lack of love? Okay, well, wherever your body is talking to you when you think about this will be where it's connected to. And, you know, whatever part is singing to you is probably where you need to tune in to see what it's having to say all right so we could use turmeric to help us have courage 
And sometimes it takes courage to believe that we can be loved in the way that we wanted to be loved because, you know, whether it's from childhood or from previous experiences or current experiences, even where we feel like we're not loved in the way that we would like to be loved. So this is uh, the head comes up as well. So that'd be chakra seven. And we had the heart chakra. All right, so let's work on the heart first. So loneliness is coming up. And sometimes we can be in a crowd of people and feel lonely. I think loneliness is about being understood or to know that someone is kind of on your side or hearing what you have to say. All right, also what's coming up here is heart disorders. All right, what's coming up here is upsetting family problems. And sometimes our family doesn't appear to be how we would like them to be. All right, Catherine's mentioned inadequacy. I, I know as a parent you you feel like you need to do everything for your child to help them to be okay. But if we were to do everything for them, they wouldn't get the strength that they need to be who they're supposed to be or to, you know, to do what they need to do. So we have to, I guess, have a little trust that whatever we can't do, that it will be made up for. And, uh, you know, even if we pray for them to have that need made up for them, it will be made by someone else. And we just need to do the best we can and, and that's it and be okay with it, which is, of course, easier said than done. All right. I am allowing myself to be loved, hugged, and touched. Now, I don't know about you, but when I don't feel good, I don't want anyone to touch me. I don't want anyone to come near to me, and I don't want anyone to even look at me. And I feel like I'm a little disease and I want to go and hide away somewhere and don't come near me at all. And it's almost like you can be quite rude or you can be insistent that you know you you won't let anyone near you because you don't feel worthy to be loved all right so if we dig into that a bit deeper this is generational dad's side dad's mum and the men and some stuck feelings in our genes feelings of despair all right feelings of living a lie or guilt or inadequacy so this is a common thing isn't it feeling that we're not enough feeling, you know, if people knew the truth about us, they wouldn't like us. If they really saw what was in our heart, that they would run away, you know, that belief that we're not good enough or perfect enough in some way. All right, something else hiding in our neck here. So C4. All right, unresolved pain is hiding in our C4. So what's an old pain? Okay, so sometimes we don't feel that we can never be loved in the way that we would like to be loved. So unresolved pain, okay. All right, there's also some generational problem with this here from dad's dad, but not just him, it's like the men on that side of the family. All right, I lovingly allow joy to flow through my mind. All right, and Leela's mentioned here her lower back and unrequited life, so not wanting to be heard again from Nikki. Yeah, I... You know, when we've had painful issues in the past, we don't want to be hurt. All right, so more generational stuff stuck here too from Dad himself and some more some more feelings stuck in there. And I think it's interesting that you mentioned trust issues because I think we can have this trust uh, issue with ourselves as well as with other people. 
All right, again, we come into this overanalyzing the details. All right, we're going to go into the throat chakra for a bit now. Sometimes we can get so stuck on a particular aspect of our life, isn't it, that we can't get past it. Perhaps what happened or, you know, what is happening, like I guess what's happening in the world at the moment, that's very difficult. Jenny's mentioned here pain of being separated from family both emotionally and physically at this time. Yeah, it's very hard, isn't it, to have people die at this time or to marry. Catherine's mentioned that she's the master analyzer. I think we all can be master analyzers, especially when we're trying to take the blame on ourselves or trying to prevent bad things from happening in our family. So what's coming up in our throat chakra is often avoiding the truth or facing painful facts. So what's hard to face? I think one of the hard things as a little kid is we expect our parents to be perfect and they're not. And I think that can be one of the hard things. And also our children expect us to be perfect and we are not. And that can be hard to take too because, you know, of course we're trying to do the best that we can. All right. I feel comfortable to speak freely. All right. So Zana's mentioned here, I would like to know what love is, how it feels. I guess I was tricked and misguided in the past. People showed me conditional love. They gave me attention when they needed something. Abuse hidden behind love. Well, that's very common too. You know, people have um, abuse and love very intertwined and it makes it hard to to feel like you know what love really is. All right, so if we say I am loved, that doesn't hold. So age three and age eight, age 13, age 16, age 19, age 23, age 27, age 30, age 34, age 40, age 52, age 58. Okay, so you can see there are many times and we don't know exactly whose times they are. And there are, these are the times that we didn't feel necessarily loved. Now, it doesn't mean that we weren't loved, but perhaps we weren't shown love in the way that we desire to be shown love. And sometimes we don't even know ourselves how we desire to be loved. It's like learning to know what it is. So a funny experience comes to mind. My kids, when they were little, the boys, they used to do gymnastics on a Friday evening. And I can remember coming home from gymnastics, you know, gymnastics would go from four to six. And it was probably, you know, 6.30 on the way to seven before we got home. And then I would have to cook dinner and bath the kids. And this particular time I got home and James had got home early. He'd made the dinner. The bath was run and it was like, oh, isn't that wonderful? So you know, I felt that that was lovely. So sometimes when people do things for you or say things or, you know, if you get a hug or whatever it is, take note of what makes you feel loved. And, you know, you need to ask for love to be shown in the way that you love it to be shown. All right. Again, we have um, neroli oil. This comes up a lot. It's about shared purpose and partnership. Um, And sometimes this is about our husband or partner, wife if you're a man. Sometimes it's just about us partnering divinely, you know, with what we're supposed to do, what's in our heart to share with the world. All right, so Neroli teaches that unity blossoms from adaptation, cooperation, tolerance, perseverance and kindness. All right, so I guess these are important qualities for us to show others. And sometimes to be 
to have good friends, we have to be a good friend. And it can be a little uh, weighted the opposite way. You know, sometimes we might have to give a lot, but then, you know, there are times in life where we are giving and there are times in life where we are receiving. All right, so if we say I easily give, that's strong. I easily receive, not so strong. Sometimes the problem is people are giving us love, but we're not feeling like we can receive it. All right, so this is generational and uh, mum's side of the family, mum's dad and the men. The feeling that's stuck here is you can't get what you want. And what we believe, we look for the evidence of. You know, we look for that to be true and we try and find uh, ways in which we can see that truth. Some of this is stored in our head. All right, so it's like the bones in our head can sit incorrectly and so this is what's happening. You could probably feel, if you put your thumb in the roof of your mouth, that both sides may not feel even and one side might be a little bit sore than the other. And even if you just find the sore bit and, you know, tap your arm, use a deep tendon reflex, it will help bring it down a little. You need to find the one that pairs up with it, which will often be along the, the ridges at the side of your head you can find a spot. So even if you find the bit that's sore in the roof of your mouth and tap your arm, that can be helpful. Even if you go push, push and, uh, you know, and then tap on your arm, that would still help, as I said, bring that down. And we're back in our favourite T6, which seems to come up every week. So it's in between your shoulder blades. I'm digesting my feelings. H5, H10, 15, 28, 42. Okay, so I don't know if any of those times apply to you, but there is a times in our life where we don't feel like we can digest our feelings. Okay, so how are we feeling in our bodies? What's our body saying to us right now? All right, there's some more uh, childhood stuff coming up now, age two, and also birth. All right, so dad's feelings when we're born. All right, so let's go into the third chakra now. All right, I make wise decisions. I've been having trouble making wise decisions about what I'm eating so I don't know if anyone else is having that problem. All right, I'm seeing that all my needs are being met. Yeah, so other people are having a problem with the eating too. Uh, Leela's mentioned a couple of things. You could use digestin oil for um, heartburn on aloe vera juice, preferably organic. Uh, check for SIBO, yeah. SIBO is small intestine bacterial overgrowth, um, which I've had. Uh, it makes you, for me, it made me burp all the time. You can be bloated or gassy or just not be comfortable in your belly. All right, I'm creating balance in my schedule. I guess for me I'm still working, so sometimes we don't take time to sit and eat and to clear our mind before we eat. You know, it's our food ends up being tainted with stress because we so much in our head so it's really important I think to stop and either say a little prayer or just clear your mind before you eat all right something age 12 is also hidden in there so what happened when you were 12 Catherine and also something in your spine t10 so feeling stuck in the spine feelings efforts have been thwarted I think this is a, a theme like this. I had to go through this too. We often have a picture in our mind of how we'd like our family to be and whether that's the family we came from or the family that we've created. When things aren't in as we have it in that picture, it's a great loss. It's like a grieving process that we 
you know, we don't feel like we've got what we wanted or needed in the situation and, um, you know, that our family members haven't fit into the picture that we have or things aren't as that we want them to be. And so it's like one client we were talking about lowering the bar and we said, well, what about not lowering the bar but removing the bars because we really want our children and our partners and our all our family members really the ones we came from as well to be their best person and sometimes the way to be their best person isn't the way we intended for them to do it they might have to do it their own way and like we have to trust that person that they're going to get there so what can you let go of what can we remove the bars in because some of this is an important part of what what is hiding in our body, in the aches and the pains and the things that we feel. It's like we've bitten off more than we can chew and it can be very difficult. So this is also affecting the top of our neck, C1. So feelings of self-rejection are hiding in that C1. All right, (laughs) Jenny says hard when they're living with you. It's true, it is hard when they're living with you. You know, you feel that you can't be as frank and honest as you would like and and when they're not living in the way that you would like. You know, there's nothing wrong with um, having boundaries, you know. I guess they can have their boundaries with us, but we also need to have our boundaries with them. All right, so let's say I accept the lessons that are coming from my family. I trust them to get there in the end. I trust myself is weak. And let's say I trust that I did the best I could at the time. All right, so some generational stuff hidden in that one too from dad's dad's side of the family, both men and women. And age four, so not sure what happened to you when you were four, but that's what comes up as well, and maybe for someone else when they're four. All right, C5's coming up. So C5 is like our sugar circuit. So when we eat too much processed foods, that, that can blow out. Let's say I'm okay without sugar. A time of birth comes up. All right, and I guess um, the original representative sugar to us would be breast milk, isn't it? Or you know, being fed milk—that's quite sweet. All right, so let's say I can separate sugar and love. And this comes up time of conception now. Dad's feeling okay. Yeah, I know we all use sugar. I think to stuff our feelings down. So it's. it's important to understand what we're doing and why we're doing it isn't it you know have a little square of something but go and sit with a notebook and talk to yourself and ask how old you are and you know what's the problem all right so still in that third chakra which is about our personal power so feeling exhausted is hiding in here and when we're tired we want to eat all right dna patterns that draw energy from mother and others instead of god or source yeah, so sugar's connected to love, Catherine says. Makes sense. It's true. All right, what also also is hiding in here is being judgmental and whether it's judging ourselves or being judged. Also feeling rejected is hiding in here. Uh, Zuzana's got a great affirmation. She said, I no longer substitute sweetness of life with sugars. All right, so there's also a generational component again. So mum's side of the family, mum's dad and the women on that side of the family. Lila's mentioned here, babies of the 50s were not allowed to be breastfed. Yeah, there was some mistaken thoughts about that back in the day, wasn't it? 
And then I think really it, it was about selling products and not what was best for the person. How can we sell that? Like in, in you know some third world countries, they would have pictures of bottle fed babies that were really big and fat and healthy and the breastfed babies looking all scrawny and horrible. So they're, you know, buying, teaching people to buy in the belief that the breast milk wasn't going to be good enough or give the children what they need. All right, I'm taking the necessary action to move forward now. And I guess this is about, like if we're talking about breast milk and breastfeeding too, this is about being nurtured, isn't it? And, you know, we're no longer going to be breastfed, but we can still nurture ourselves and show ourselves love. Now, for many women, this is a big problem. You know, we tend to not give ourselves time to sit and eat. We tend to not give ourselves time to mix with friends or time to just relax or time to be in nature or, you know, time to read a book. So self-love, I think, is really what's important here. Now, Susanna's got a lovely affirmation. I no longer take sugar as a form of rewarding myself. I rather choose what can enrich my body and mind. And it's probably true. Sometimes we just need uh, to go to bed. I tend to want to eat at night because I still have more things to do and so I want to eat because I'm tired when I should really just say, no, that's it, done for the day. So let's say I know when to say no. If I say to myself as weak, to others as strong. So you can say no to others but not to yourself. All right, so how are we going with the parts of our body that were talking to us? All right, now something hiding in our back, L4. All right, so what's coming up in this L4 is a fear of failure. So the thing with failure is sometimes we're so scared that we might fail that we don't want to try anything. But if we don't try something, we'll always have that feeling that we should have had a go. And I think regret is way worse than having a go and not succeeding you know or even if you try something doesn't work one way you can try another way and if you're really you know strong about it is to keep persisting until you are successful feel a failure on mum's side all right if we say i'm safe with success that's week two and what is success to you how does success look all right and this is generational again dad's side just dad himself yeah, sleeping's issue big time. And see, that, of course, is going to connect in with the sugar, isn't it? Because then we're awake at night and we our gut's not going to be good and so that will disturb our liver. So we'll wake between um, 1 and 3. Or sometimes infect lungs, so that's um, 3 to 5. Or bowel, it was 5 to 7. All right, so something else about success is our generational from mum's side, mum's mum, and the men on that side of the family. All right, so we're going to go into the eighth chakra now. So the eighth chakra is below the first chakra and it connects us actually into the earth. It's like a meter into the ground. And sometimes we're not grounded and we're not connected to the earth. and We're in our heads lost. All right, chakra eight, being flighty and easily distracted. Yes, I think when we feel ourselves going round and round in circles, we need to stop go and put our feet in the grass or if you if it's cold hold your pot plant or even if you look at nature or look outside the window at the night sky or the morning you know connect yourself back to the earth 
So surrounding ourselves by man-made objects is a problem. All right, so what's coming up here too is eating raw foods straight from the garden, which is great, isn't it? Because then you know exactly what's in the soil and, you know, that what you've put on it and that it's beautiful. All right, so affirmation that comes up here is I make a difference. And I think we all make a difference. Sometimes we may not be recognized. Sometimes our family fail to recognize that we do make a difference. So age seven comes up, age 11, age 20, age 32, 40, 50. All right. Okay. So I guess being in tune with the planet and feeling like you can make a difference. And even if you just start making a difference in your own garden or in your own home, you know, that's really important. That's important for you to do that. All right. Lots of feelings hiding underneath so we'll just take a big breath in and release all that and we'll send all whatever we've we've cleared that we want to send off to other family members or people we'll send that off with love hoping that anything that's come up from that will help them to address the things that are hiding in their lives Uh, so i'm loved i'm valued i'm nurtured i love myself i i'm successful i'm safe with success i allow myself success they're all strong now okay thank you for those that jumped on the call and for those that support um thank you for the suggested topic about being overlooked this was the opposite of being overlooked being loved to our full heart's desire so may you feel loved this week and even if you have to show that love to yourself that's very important Okay, thanks for the hearts and the thumbs up. I hope you have a good day.